Hey everybody, just real quick, we were asked to do a review of a song by some homies. Yeah. Uh, they just uploaded their debut song to Spotify. It's a band called Volition. Volitions. Volitions. Yes. V-O-L-I-T-I-O-N-S. Go check them out. So the song is called... The Song That Killed My Amp, Amp Killer. Amp Killer. Amp yeah. Killer. What do you think about it, Adam? I liked it, man. Uh, just for all you BI players out there and play girls, um, they're an instrumental band. Um, I very much enjoyed the ambient aspect of it. It was it was chill, and of course, the prominent bass lines. Um, it's really hard to explain an instrumental song through a podcast, but that's my best attempt. Yeah, I thought it was really groovy, uh-huh. and like I really like the that transition kind of near the end. Um, yep. Oh yeah, it's got like a hell of groove to it. It's it's sick, especially you know being an instrumental band and everything like that. It is like you said, it's hard to explain. But go check that shit out because it's go check them out. Yeah, we got Ty Nuke on drums, Wes J on guitar, and Dick Steele on bass, baby. That's right. Get that big helping of Dick Steele. That's right. That bass slaps so fucking hard. (laughs) It's a proper name for a bassist, all right? Yeah. So I think they have other songs as well. This was just their first official release. So on Spotify, yeah. On Spotify. So I imagine the rest will follow. Yeah, 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 for so, sure. You know, uh, the song is really dope, though. It's their first single to be released. It's it's been released, so definitely go run those numbers up. Give them a listen. It's it's well worth it. So yep, right. run it up. That's it. Here's the show. Let me hit the stop. Hold on. I, I had I had to say that. Here's the show. Here's the show. An altruistic hand can't reach out to touch everybody doing my name is augie with vip playlist i'm here with my co-host adam what's up guys we have a guest today with us uh you want to introduce yourself and the name of your band and what you do sure hi uh my name is john benoit and i play guitar in a band called resilia sweet yeah resilia we've actually had you mentioned on like the last like four or five episodes <laughs> no shit yeah yeah we had uh yeah. somebody say that you're like the best guitarist in the scene at the moment. <laughs> That's way too nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. We had a lot of a lot of great comments. So, and uh, man, I just want to know, like, are you still riding that high from tour? A little bit, yeah. Little bit. Honestly, right after tour too, I I got back and pretty much just started practicing these songs, play with Andres. Yeah. Um, and then we went and opened for the home team, which was like, oh fuck like, yeah, dude. Dude, it was like a brain altering experience. It was so sick. Those dudes are so amazing, man. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're also really sweet. I didn't really yeah. get to talk with many of them at length, but after uh, we played two shows with them, yeah. after the second one, the singer like came up to me and gave me a hug, and I was like just starstruck because I'm I'm a big fan of his voice and his yeah. writing. So I was like, oh my god, you're giving me the time of day. You're yeah. the best guy in the world. Bro, we had a uh, Brian and Daniel on, mm-hmm. and they were just the nicest fucking dudes, man. Yeah, Literally, high, it was yeah. like we talked to them for like two hours, man. They they took That's over so the dumb. pod. They took <laughs> over the pod, bro. Yeah, they took over completely. <laughs> That's so yeah. sick. I could see it happening. Those guys yeah. were all super chill. Yeah, hella nice, Indeed. man. Y'all, you're just going on tour with uh, Lilac Kings, right? Yeah, another yeah. set of really nice guys. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. Um, Dylan and, and Caleb have always just been really sweet to us. It's so nice for no reason, man. I love those dudes. Yeah, they're the best. I got to meet them, uh, I think, 2022 when I was subbing with uh, I Met a Yeti. And I, th- I hadn't really heard a ton of their stuff, but yeah. like I knew that like Dylan sang really high. And I was like really curious to see them play live. And like, God damn, does that guy deliver? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we saw, I had the pleasure of seeing him live last year for, for my birthday, like August. And holy shit, dude, it was it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are killer. Yeah, yeah, dude, this is what this is good. Like positive vibes to start off the pod. This is Hell nice, yeah, man. Everybody, yeah. everybody's sweet. Everybody's kind. Everybody's <laughs> nice. Yeah. This is good. <laughs> good vibes. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, you actually did a little bass for a while at King's first couple of shows, right? Yeah, I was filling in because uh, Caleb had uh, some kind of a like a thing that he had to do and uh, I, th- I actually don't know where he lives right now i think it's like i can't remember whether it was texas and he drove out with them or he didn't drive out with them or if he drove out with them to texas and flew back there yeah. was some whole snafu i think they're uh, in uh, oklahoma yeah i know most of them are but i remember that i know they're like spread out even there a little bit yeah i'm really yeah. shit with geography i forget everything the second Sam. I'm like, yeah not looking yeah. at like the map or whatever but uh yeah I got to fill in. That was a lot of fun. Real good That's time. Awesome. Hell yeah, dude. So today we're going to make a Spotify playlist based off of some of your listens throughout the years, man. Is there anything you want to name this thing? Um, there's something I name most of my playlists. I name most of them S O M G S like songs with the letter M. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I figure, I like keep it. it consistent. Yeah. Yeah. Songs. So first question we do is like, this is taking it back, man. Give us some good memories from maybe like riding the car with your parents, road trip, something they showed you, anything like that. Yeah, there's actually one song that strikes me particularly for that. Uh, my dad used to have this cassette player in his car. And it was one of those like, uh, I think it's like a station wagon with like the fake wood paneling on the side. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, those things were sick looking. Those things were but, so uh, looking cool. <laughs> dude, yeah. for real. But uh, he had this like mix cassette that he had made. And my dad had... A, he still has a really weird taste in music. Like his current, his current love is ska. Oh, like nice. most, he loves the covers of like 80s songs that are done by ska bands. He's obsessed with that. But back then he was really into like prog rock, like just cause it was like silly. And uh, yeah. there was this one song called Hocus Pocus by a band called Focus. That like, oh. that's like the first memory I have of like rock music in general. And that song is still one of my favorite, like, instrumental tunes ever it's got some crazy solos on it yeah i think i've heard that that's song. a new one i, 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 I think I i've think, heard it well maybe but it's not like uh i'm almost positive i've heard that song. i recognize the name and the band and everything but it's I, the I, one with the yodeling you would definitely remember the yodeling yeah yeah that's awesome dude is it so is, he made a mixed cassette so that was like back in the day when you had to like 
record that shit like yeah yeah dude <laughs> those he were was, hard to make bro <laughs> he was adept he knew what he was doing that's yeah. really awesome that's hilarious that's awesome man wholesome wholesome memories Speaking oh, yeah. of, uh ska man so my daughter she's four and my son as well they were both into this show is uh yo gabba gabba oh that show's sick this show's so fucking cool man <laughs> it really is like the coolest show they had like uh my chemical romance on they had like all these like punk bands and shit yeah dude they had them on singing songs and shit yeah because it was awesome the show is made by um the aquabats Ah, i didn't know that yeah yeah the aquabats is who makes that show like the lead singer of the aquabats that's why it's so so fucking weird yeah (laughs) that definitely checks out yeah yeah it's sick dude he was actually the guy he the you know the painter guy that would like paint the pictures and they would come alive doesn't immediately strike me, but I, okay. I think I mostly saw like clips of the show on YouTube. Yeah. So he's, he was actually, he had a little part in the show, but yeah. Yeah. That show is so cool, man. Dude. All the like bands they had on there, shit like that. It's sick, man. Yeah. Awesome characters too. The character design is so sweet. Yeah. Listen up all you VIP peers. And VIP players. Goddamn Patreon now. Skin <laughs> <laughs> is so aggressive. I did. We have a Patreon now. Yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> and a Discord. Yeah. And a YouTube. Discord. Come but join no it. webcams yet. No webcams. You can't see our beautiful face. Not yet. Yeah. Shout out to Enormous Adam on Discord. Hit him up if you need a Discord. He did a great job on ours. It looks cool. But guess what? You won't know how it looks unless you join that bitch. <laughs> if you would, please join our Discord and our Patreon. It would be really cool of you. We would love you forever. We'd still love you forever, even if you don't. Yeah. But you join the Patreon, you're going to get stickers. stickers. You get to dehumanize me. Yes. I don't know what that means. Go look Go at the, the Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's it. That's and it. Subscribe to our fucking YouTube channel. Yeah, comment. Thank you. Review, subscribe. We yeah, love you more. all that stuff. Do everything that you do for all the people that you love on YouTube. Do it for us too. Yeah. Thanks. We love you. So let's talk about your guitar skills, man. When what got you into the guitar, dude? Uh, so like there was like that period around when Guitar Hero 3 came out. Yeah. It seemed like the whole world revolved around guitar for like, I don't know, like six months or something. Yeah. And like my buddy had just started playing guitar and he had a bass line around his house because I think his dad used to play or something. And uh, I picked that up and I was like, oh, this is kind of giant and cool. And I thought it was an interesting thing to do. So I picked up bass eventually. It took me a while to, eventually, to really get one. But uh, I started playing bass and then I got into a bunch of bands like Guns N' Roses and pretty much just like anything that was on Guitar Hero. Yeah. Um, that was also probably the first time I heard Fall of Troy, which yes. is, was definitely yes. huge. Definitely infected my brain. Three was like my favorite, man. Yeah. Amazing game. Amazing tracks yeah. on that shit. Yeah. We were actually, Adam came over last night and uh, we hung out and drunk some beers till like one in the morning. And that actually came up as how influential. There's three games that were extremely influential on getting people to play music. It was Guitar Hero, mm-hmm. Rock Band, and fucking Tony Hawk Pro Skate. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> the three like most influential soundtracks of all time. <laughs> I have like a not controversial opinion about that as well. I think there's a fourth, and I think there's like a straight up pipeline from playing Ocarina of Time, The Legend of Zelda game, to playing prog metal. 
That's I hilarious. Like, sure. You know what, dude? You know what? Now that you mention it. <laughs> for I sure. Swear to God, there's like a million and a half Jank covers of like any any song from Ocarina of Time. Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah, I never thought about that. That's, that's I, I noticed great. that as well. And I was like, okay, this is no longer a coincidence. Like, this is a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the crazy thing, I can't remember what time signature it is. It's it's like something really fucking off. Like not not even like five or seven. I think it's even weirder than that. But like literally the first song in the game, like when you're uh entering the Kokiri forest or like the fairy the fairy cutscene thing, that mm-hmm. shit's in like some really strange time. And I think mm-hmm. that like Zelda played a really big part for like, you know, nerds like me, like normalizing odd times and like odd weird times, tonalities. Yeah. 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 A lot of Lydian, a lot oh, of stuff like that. Dude. That makes a lot of sense. It's everything's making sense right now. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm freaking myself out. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's super yeah. dope. Love that shit. Yeah. So, rock band, Guitar Hero, all that stuff. So, uh, what was your favorite song to play? I don't have like a distinct memory of like a favorite song, but I do remember really enjoying playing the intro to "My Name Is Jonas." Okay. Yeah, that one was really fun. Just like that easy flowing tempo where you're still playing a bunch of notes though. Yeah. Yeah. And what band or like what artists did you kind of like when you started getting into your own sort of, I guess, post hardcore, even metalcore, whatever you started off with, like what was that first artist that kind of put you in that whole rabbit hole and led you to where you are now? I mean, it's hard to give a clear answer because I'm like to most post hardcore, I'm pretty late to the game. Yep. Like I, I was, Coheed and Cambria is my favorite band since like 2009, I think. That's awesome. And uh, that was like, besides like the fall of Troy and the Mars Volta, though, that was like the only band I really listened to that was like, you could consider post hardcore at all. Right. And I didn't, I didn't listen to a ton of the Volta or the fall of Troy until I was like later in high school, but fall, uh, Coheed was definitely really big for me. I mean, even before that, like the stuff that got me into like metal was mostly like classic metal stuff, like uh, mm-hmm. like Dio, Black Sabbath, uh, you know, Iron Maiden, that kind of thing. Yeah, we were talking about that stuff too last night, actually, Augie. Uh, sort of those bands, like uh, Augie and I, like it's not really our thing. I think it's like has to do with kind of the vocals. But mm-hmm. if you just listen to the music, you can totally see like even if you go back and listen to like black sabbath's first album i did that not too long ago i was like you know what let me give this a whirl mm-hmm. and i was like i can totally see like the beginnings and the inklings of where we are now like yeah. oh yeah so, uh, like, uh, I, <laughs> uh, I pissed one of my friends off because i said that you know like i'm not a big fan of pink floyd oh sure. yeah he got mad <laughs> but he was like he was like like 20 minutes later he was like hold on you struck a nerve why don't you like pink floyd <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i was like listen i was like don't get me wrong the, the band's talented they're hella talented because that album came out in what like the 70s and people are still talking about that shit in 2023 like mm-hmm. it, it, that, there's, that's unheard of almost you know it's just not something that i've ever gotten into personally it's not like it's, yeah it's not that it's not good it's just that right i'm not a fan of it so i feel that way about a lot of 50s music like yeah. uh like all like the classic classic rock and roll stuff I feel like it's really about what like you first get exposed to. Yeah. Cause like my dad, I didn't like hear a lot of modern music until like I was like getting a little bit older. Like I heard mostly just whatever my parents played in the car, which was a lot of like older stuff. So I yeah. heard like I, the thing I remember hearing the most growing up was like Tom Jones and like, I don't know, 
it was just like a lot of like very Tom not Jones. rock. Yeah, he's just like a crooner, modern yeah, crooner yeah, type yeah. guy. <laughs> but like, uh, I don't know. There wasn't a lot of like heavy stuff. So it wasn't until like I really got into that guitar hero phase that I started to hear like distorted guitar. And I was like, again, oh, after like the focus and prog rock stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But not like the aggressive, aggressive guitars. That wasn't until about then. Yeah. So you mentioned Cody and Cambria. I don't know. Have you heard of the band Alutis? Wait, is that A-L-U-X-E-S? Yes. Yes. My okay. homie uh, Josh has been writing with them. He's yes. A, okay, cool. From, pro- uh, from Properties Nature. So the guitarist uh, slash one of the vocalists in the band, his name is Mark, Mark Taylor. Mm-hmm. And uh, I told him I'd ask you this. So he said that he is a massive fan of Coheed and Cambria as well. And he wanted to know if you'd start a Coheed cover band with him. <laughs> Anytime. I, I know I already pretty much know how to play like all of In Keeping Secrets. Yeah, like he said he thing. knows how to play a bunch of songs too. <laughs> That's yeah. wild, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. I yeah. used to I was trying to get this thing started with this guy Joe. Uh he's yeah. just a random bass player online. We 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 covered two Coheed and Cambria songs together uh together, right around when um No World for Tomorrow was turning ten, I think, or maybe like a little bit after. Well, um we planned on doing a whole bunch more, but then classic life getting in the way shit happened and i it's honestly completely on me i'm he's been doing a lot of cover shit but uh i just haven't been able to find the time to sit down and do it as well as i'd want to yeah mm-hmm. yeah for sure yeah uh probably the nature of the other homies josh has hooked us up a lot with just yeah he's so fucking nice man. yeah and then, they're super nice to us yeah i love yeah. him yeah, he was like talking... the first guy in the scene that i talked to oh really yeah there's they're hella nice yeah. man super nice dudes but you should get some of these songs. Yeah, these... I got it. I got a list okay. working right now that way. So you mentioned like uh, Dio? Yeah. The song Rainbow in the Dark was the really dark. responsible for me, like wanting to like learn how to play like lead guitar. Like I played a little bit of chords and stuff, but I still considered myself mostly a bass player for a while. Yeah. And then I heard like the Rainbow in the Dark solo. Shout out to Vivian Campbell. And uh, that shit literally rewired my brain. <laughs> yeah man dio was a legend back then man i mean still today uh, he's just such a sick singer yeah and then black sabbath mm-hmm. uh if i had to pick a sabbath tune i'd probably pick either sabbath bloody sabbath or uh maybe into the void dealer's choice pick whichever name sounds cooler to you oh uh, i mean we can do both if you want sure yeah load them up yeah man uh, is there any other songs? Uh, yeah, I know you mentioned another band. I just, I missed it. Um, you said Dio Sabbath and there was another one, right? Uh, I, Iron Maiden was pretty Iron big Maiden. for me. Oh, Ozzy Osbourne too. I'd say honestly, Ozzy was bigger for me than, than Maiden was, but I do uh, love Maiden a lot. If I was going to pick like an Ozzy song, I'd probably pick like Dire of a Madman. Yeah, that would be a good one. I put My Name is Jonas and FC Premix on there. Hell yeah. Cool. All right, cool. Totally. And then we got the Ozzy and the Sabbath. Uh, Did you want to throw a Tom Jones song on there? Oh, ooh. (laughs) Ooh. Let me, if I had my phone, I'd be able to pick a better one. Um, Oh, you know what? Sex Bomb. Sex Bomb by Tom Jones. All right. Like that song name. Yeah, man. You guys got to hear that one if you haven't before. It's a ridiculous tune. We'll we'll listen to this playlist, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, that's who Tom Jones is. Okay. Yeah, he's what, a what's new what's pussy new cat pussy guy. Cat. What yeah. new pussy cat? Whoa. Yeah, I used to play that in the bar. 
He has this other song, Delilah, <laughs> that's like the most extra crazy ballad ever. It's about like killing some guy that like slept with your wife or whatever. Right on. Crazy. <laughs> that's nuts, man. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go uh, Coheed and Cambria. And Hell if you yeah. want to throw more than one song, go be my yes, guest, absolutely, man. Absolutely, absolutely. Let me let me pick one f- uh, from two records. Um, let me pick one from In Keeping Secrets, and then one from uh, Second Stage. Right. Uh, oh yeah, Never Ender by Coheed and Cambria for sure. That's like one of my f- probably my. If I had a gun to my head, I'd probably say it's my favorite Coheed song. But that's yeah. pretty impossible for me to choose. I right. love that fucking song. Um, and then from In Keeping Secrets, probably, uh, Three Evils was the song that got me into Coheed, so that's, that's a pretty good one. Okay. And then you said the Mars Volta. Ooh. Um, Viscera Eyes, I think would be my, probably my favorite by them. I fucking love that song. I just went on a really big, uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers kick for a while because, um, (laughs) I was te- I teach a school of rock and we do like seasonal shows and I was directing the Red Hot Chili Peppers versus No Doubt show and yeah. I didn't realize the extent to which like Flea and uh, John Frusciante were like really important to the early Volta shit. Mm-hmm. Oh like, really? That's crazy. Yeah, Flea was all, all like literally the guy on like the bass player on the first record and then John Frusciante apparently recorded almost all of the guitars on um I think Amputecture. Oh wow, that's nuts, man. Damn. It's, dude, we got it. Like school, that's so badass. Like I know school. So of, sick. Well, the school of rock thing. I don't think we have anything like that around here. Oh yeah. really? That's yeah. like the third time we've heard about that because we yeah. asked a couple of people, like you know, how'd you get into this? How'd you get into that? And they're like, you know, we went to the school of rock thing, or mm-hmm. their school just had a general music program. Like we don't have that. Sh- well, in our little town that we were from, yeah, that shit. <laughs> yeah, actually, so avoid. You, you've heard of avoid, right? I'm not sure I have. Okay, so Avoid is uh they're a pretty big like metalcore band. Hell yeah. Uh they he they that band actually started in a school of rock school when he was in like uh like middle school or some shit. And Fuck he, yeah. Yeah, they used to be called Avoid the Void and then he dropped uh Avoid the Void like the the void part of it and now they're just called Avoid. But he's been in the same band since mid fucking middle school. That's so sick. Yeah, dude. I played with the same drummer for 10 years and I miss that guy. But uh, that being in the same band from high school sounds like insane. Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's, it's nuts. Cause normally, you know, a lot of people they're in like fucking 10 bands, at least by the time something pops off, but this dude just stuck with it. And now they're finally popped out. They're signed to like thriller records with the home team and all that shit. So hell yeah. Doing, doing real well for himself. If you got the right idea, you got the right idea. Yeah, you just believe in it, man, and keep pushing it. Hundred <laughs> percent. But Avoid's pretty sick, dude. There's they're real spastic. Like uh music is constant. Out. They actually have a red hot chili peppers um lick in one of their songs. He said he had a bunch of odes, like to a bunch of music that he used to listen to. The song is called um can't take this away and like right before the breakdown you hear and then it just fucking breaks and it's so fucking yeah. sick dude. <laughs> I love it, dude. That's so tight. Yeah. I've been trying uh, to do a little bit more like that. I started to try and like use like other songs as inspirations for songs lately. Yeah. I like, I don't know if you got, this is a really random tune, but there was a song Coconuts by Kim Petras. 
that is a really fun, silly song that I started working like on like the chords with, and then I just kind of took it somewhere else. But then I also tried to like take a part of this Death Cab for Cutie song and put it in a new song as well, or like just a lick from it. Yeah. It's a really cool way to write. It's really hard though to not feel like you're like stepping on someone's toes. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, but I mean, that's kind of what hip hop does, you know, and that they do a really well, a good job of sampling shit and making it their own. So totally. why, why, why can't rock do it? You know, <laughs> I feel like you just got to find a way fine. to be tasteful, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. I remember when you guys came out, uh, 2019, that was like, um, when you dropped, I believe it was Royal Flush was your first song. No yeah. vocals. Was that just you in the band at the time? Um, so I didn't like record it by myself or anything like that, but at the, at the time I didn't like have a full lineup for the band or anything. Yeah. It was pretty much just me and the bass player from my last band. Um, and I had a drummer at the time, but, uh, we parted ways during, uh, COVID at some point, but, uh, I was kind of just like trying to find a vocal. I had recorded the music in like 28, like late 2018 and it, it had been ready for a little bit. And I'd wanted to find a vocalist, but wasn't having any luck. So I just decided to put it out and see if that attracted any attention. Yeah. So this band was never intended to be an instrumental project. You always knew you wanted a vocalist. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I remember seeing it like post, I think it was like the, I, like I said, it used to be real big in like the Swan, Co- Swan Core Facebook mm-hmm. groups, Swan Posting, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. And I think, I think that's where I saw your shit. And uh, man, dude insane skills dude i was Ugh. blown away by it dude like mm-hmm. i remember the first time i heard gambit dude i was like oh my god that is the catchiest fucking lick i've ever heard <laughs> thank you so much i appreciate that yeah yeah really dude. good stuff man i uh, i was always curious though so when you added vocals to those were you surprised at how the songs changed or did they change to you personally or um i'd always like written them with the spots where they had vocals in mind so it was like definitely like it didn't it wasn't like shocking or jarring but like it def i was like really stoked for sure like uh Mm -hmm. the first song i heard back with vocals was gambit and i think that was probably like the best day of my life like i I sobbed it was amazing And, and what like what joey sent me is like like he pretty much demoed it out and then i had him change like three things and then that's what's on the record yeah joey's voice on that song is fucking phenomenal dude like holy shit (laughs) yeah dude he works quick too like i sent him the track and then he had it back to me like i think it was a few days later maybe like maybe not even a few days it was like very quick he's a quick worker that guy his voice is so amazing too yeah yeah he's a real crazy talent yeah Mm -hmm. and then you hooked up with uh with daisy for royal flush Oh yeah. Is that when you knew you wanted her to be the vocalist or? So I didn't think that that was like on the table at all. At first I was just trying to like, I don't want to use the word use, but I wanted to have them on the tracks to get more attention to the fact that I wanted a singer. Yeah. Cause yeah. like, like there was initially like some people who were like, is this an instrumental band or is like, what's the deal here? And uh, I never wanted to be an instrumental band. And at that time I was like pretty, I, I really wanted to, I felt very strongly that I needed to make it a uh, clear. So I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I got to get some fucking singers on this. But then uh, not long after the tunes came out, Daisy hit me up and she asked if uh, I, she, 
if I'd be down to have her join the band. And it was like pretty instantly a yes for me. Cause like yeah. Yeti Yeti's always, and still is my favorite post hardcore band in the scene, like bar none. I think they're yeah. like the fucking shit and I love them. Um, shout outs to Tony and the uh, Louie and the gang. Yeah. Uh, that shit is like fucking a one in my opinion. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I love them so much. Hell yeah, dude. And that's, that's awesome, man. Like the EP Rio just released like all of it's just so fucking good, man. Thank you so yeah. much, dude. Speaking of the EP, like this is kind of a two-parter, like tell, you know, tell us about it, how it came about, how you feel about it, the reception. And then I'm interested to know your writing process. So like, for instance, we've interviewed other guitarists, like brilliant guitarists. And some of them, the writing, the way they write is kind of funny to me. Cause they're like, you know, I'll, I'll, fiddle around i'll play something cool and i immediately have to record it because if i don't I'll, i'm gonna forget it kind of thing yeah and i think that that's like i don't know it just seems like i don't know one of those weird just brilliant stroke kind of things it's it's really funny to me i definitely have a goldfish brain um okay for like remembering stuff and it, i've never been good at it but like working at school of rock and like learning songs to teach them every day and then immediately forgetting them has made me even worse about this so I've always been like pretty like quick about like if I have an idea that I think is worth recording, I'll just pull out my phone and then record it. But like as far as like songwriting goes, I am a I I have an even weirder process. Uh, are you guys familiar with Guitar Pro, the program? Yeah, I mean I, I've never used it, but I've I've heard a lot yeah, of people speak about it, it for yeah. sure. Yeah. It's basically just like a tablature editor and like music scoring software that you can just like kind of punch in notes on. Uh-huh. Uh, I do a lot of writing on there. Pretty much the lion's share of this EP um, is was written on Guitar Pro. Um, I usually usually what I do is I like have a riff or an idea or something that I want to like base a song on. And then I'll kind of jump in there and fool around for a little bit, punch some stuff in. It's kind of like a guitar video game. Yeah. And then like after I sit there for a little while, some music happens. It's pretty cool. That's awesome, dude. So yeah. yeah, that's really cool, man. And is is Brasilia a full band now with bassist and drummer and everything? Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah, we've got a full lineup. Uh, it took us a little while uh, getting the. We've had the bass, drums, guitar, or not bass. Uh, sorry, not drums. We had bass, guitars, and vocals together for the longest time. Pretty much since twenty. Pretty much since the EP came out. That part of the or not the EP since the uh, the first singles came out. Okay. That part of the band's been uh, put together, but we had a while where we were trying to figure out the drum situation. And on the on on the EP, we actually have a uh, Brody Taylor Smith from a uh, Seder. He programmed all that stuff. Oh, sweet! Yeah, nice. nice. He's the dude. He's he's fucking insane. A wild, wild drummer and an yeah. incredible programmer too. Like he's he's also a guitar pro fiend, but like he like does a lot of the a lot of his like part writing on guitar pro, which I think is kind of crazy. Cause like, I know a lot of drummers that, that program, they're like, usually they go into like a DAW and they like punch it in on the grid. So I think it's pretty cool that he does it on there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. I say they're sick, dude. <laughs> I love them. They're so yeah. fucking cool. Yeah. Man. Yeah. They're really good. They're a three piece, right? Um, I think it's three official members, but yeah. uh, they have a live bass player. Cause they, man, the shit they write, dude. Like, I don't see how they play that shit live, dude. <laughs> like, oh, but they do. They're they're good live. I haven't yeah. gotten to see them live yet. I think I was supposed to a few times, but 
life just keeps getting in the way. But um, yeah, because I've seen okay. it. I, I watched the on this last album they released. I watched their like mm-hmm. behind the scenes and like everything. And it, there's so many fucking like guitar tracks and like just every drum beats and like holy shit, dude, it was insane. I was like, how are they gonna pull this shit off live? <laughs> dude, I have so much respect for them because I feel like they come from a very different angle than a lot of the other bands in our scene. Like, yeah. like I feel like everyone in our scene, for the most part, myself largely included, are all just like Dance Gavin Dance, Fall of Troy, Mars Volta freaks, yeah. and I'm sure those guys are to a large extent too. But there's so much of that, like between the buried in me influence and like, you know, other, other, like more like standard prog stuff. And it like marries with the, all the shit, the other influences they have in such a fucking cool way. For sure, dude. Yeah. Huge fan, man. They're awesome. Somebody told us that, uh, you went to Berkeley. Yeah. How was that? It was, it was cool. I got, I met, uh, the guitar player and the bass player in Resilia there. Okay. And that, okay. that, that, that alone makes it at least a little bit worth it. But yeah, I, I ended up dropping out after two years cause I had some hand problems and I was playing in an alternative rock band at the time where like I, any, any like progress I wanted to make with that band and, you know, guitar playing in general, it was like, I had enough hand stamina where it's pretty much, do I do my schoolwork or do I do anything else? Yeah. And I chose anything else. I, guess, yeah, I, guess, I think yeah. I made the right choice. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. Hey, man, as oh, long as you don't regret it and you're happy. Yeah. Yeah, we right. talked to um, Aviations and they went to Berkeley. Yeah, dude, uh, the guitar player in my band actually played with them for a little while, too. Oh, really? That's yeah. Dude, those are, we, those we are such nice dudes. love those guys, yeah. Yeah. I love yeah, those dudes. I, they're fucking I crazy. Yeah, I absolutely devour whatever they put out. Yeah, man. It's insane. Fucking, it's funny because during the interview, um, I love this story so much just because fucking... <laughs> Eric is like, he's a fucking beast of a man, dude. I don't know if you've ever seen Eric. He's fucking mm-hmm. massive, dude. When we started the interview, he had his camera on. And I swear to God, dude, he was the most intimidating looking motherfucker <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. Because <laughs> he was just like, it almost looked like he was mean mugging, dude. <laughs> he, he looked like he didn't want to be there. But, yeah. Uh, and I was like, I was, I was a little scared. But dude, he started cracking jokes, dude. He was, dude, he made me laugh so fucking hard. Mm-hmm. I haven't met all of them, but everyone I've met from that band is a complete sweetheart for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're all cool. They're they're all really dope. We talked to Sam, Adam, and uh, Eric. Hell yeah! And mm-hmm. uh, Adam, his voice is for for being a like I guess gent progressive band. The vocals are not in that style, and his voice is just it matches yeah, up so it's well. So man. unique, yeah. Yeah, he's dope. I know he has. He's really influenced by a lot of the the more, more post hardcore shit. I know he that. loves like Fall yeah. of Joy. He's like yeah. obsessed with them. And uh, what is it? Um, that was another weird one that he liked too. It's like uh, I know Johnny too was a huge influence on him in his younger days. I believe. Oh it. yeah. Yeah, so that's Johnny cool, was man. sick back then. Even before oh, yeah. I like Dance Gavin Dance, I really dug uh, Amorosa. Yeah, he just he had a different voice, man, and nobody was doing that straight up. And it, I, it's still, it's it's still a really hard thing to match, you know. Yeah, I feel like Joey's the only guy going like bar for bar with him on that style right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was. It used to be Tyler Carter, and then you know, <laughs> true. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and, but yeah, Joey for sure, which. Joey, man, I love the all the Michael Jackson influence he puts in his voice, dude. It's sick. Oh yeah, so you, just don't, you don't hear that shit in like post hardcore, and the way he does some of those fucking vocal runs when he puts that like extra grunt into it, it's like, oh mm-hmm. yeah, 
the king of yeah. pop himself, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit's mean. Um, let's go with uh, some shit that you're listening to currently, man. Ooh, so I've been like fucking spamming right through me by the home team. Yeah. yeah. Oh, me too. Yeah. Dude, that song fucks me up. I love <laughs> that shit. Yeah. Yeah, man. That and like, uh, I've been really fucking with the new 100 Gex record. That shit is really fucking fun. Yeah, it's it like is. So different than all the other shit that I've been listening to. So it's been really cool getting into that. Yeah, that fucking breakdown of Billy Knows Jamie, that shit got mm-hmm. me, dog. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Dude, all those wild changes in 757 fuck me up. I love yeah. that song in general, too. You want to throw that but, like, one here? Compositionally? Yeah, totally. That whole record, just like the twists and turns on it are nuts. I definitely like really want to try and emulate some of that shit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I know you mentioned Kim Patches earlier. You want to throw that song Coconut on here? Uh, sure, yeah. If you're cool with... Uh, like a like actually we already have sex bomb on there so i guess like ex- weird explicit lyrics are cool right uh, yeah i don't give a shit oh yes yeah. you're cool. good dude you're good man you can throw whatever yeah. you want man like this isn't a genre specific playlist or whatever you throw whatever the fuck you want and, and then as far as like whatever explicit lyrics were i don't care <laughs> yeah coconuts is crazy i remember the first time i heard it like i had like a visceral reaction to the lyrics i was like what the fuck you're saying that in a song <laughs> But then, like, as I kept listening to it, I was just like, damn, this kind of goes hard. Yeah, and that's kind of how, like, uh, my wife's big into, like, Ash Nico and Doja Cat, and some of mm-hmm. their lyrics are so fucking, like, <laughs> just off the wall, man. <laughs> yeah, Doja Cat's fucking tight. I yeah. love that shit. Yeah, for sure. How was that tour with Lilac Kings? It was awesome. We had, we've uh, only really done a handful of shows because like all of our members are kind of spread out a little bit. Okay. Uh, it used to be that like most of the band lived in LA and it was just Daisy in, uh, in Florida. Uh-huh. But our bassist, Ethan, he lives kind of between New England and Virginia right now. Oh, wow. And uh, so we're a little bit more spread out than we used to be. So, and local shows were really never a thing before, but now we don't, there's like no, no real chance of it reasonably. Uh-huh. So like all of our experience playing shows has been on tour. So it's definitely like a quick adjustment at first, whenever we, you know, we start playing together, we have to like kind of get the wheels turning again. But once they're turning, it feels like they're turning pretty good. So with you guys being so spread apart, I know in terms of recording, like pretty much most bands we've interviewed, you know, they're able to record and write and do all that stuff, even remotely but is touring something you guys want to keep doing or are you guys going to try to relocate or, you know, make it maybe a little easier or anything like that? Yeah. So I'm planning on moving to, uh, to Orlando sometime this summer to be closer to Daisy. And I really want to, you know, do in-person writing for the next record. Okay. But um, as far as like local shows, I don't see like that situation changing a terrible amount very soon. Yeah. But, uh, I definitely want to do a bunch more touring if we can. It's all about, you know, timing and getting the, like, you know, being able to do it, getting the right offer type of thing. Of course. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. That's a big move, man. Cause you're, are you in LA? Yeah. At the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Damn, yeah. That yeah, is, like, that's literally across the country. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much as far as you can go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow, dude. Big move for sure. But Hey, got to respect it. Yeah, man. Totally. Sure. Yeah. As long as I'm in a place that's warm, I think I'll be mostly okay. Yeah, yeah Florida's like the best sure. place. Yeah. Yeah. 
after living in Boston, I just don't have any tolerance for the cold anymore. That shit can, yeah. can fuck yeah. off. Boston is, <laughs> is pretty, pretty fucking cold, dude. Yeah, the wind there is brutal. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was there in March of uh, maybe last year or the year before. I was not prepared. <laughs> it's and no it, was there, it was their spring, so everyone's wearing, like, shorts and a T-shirt. And you could totally tell I wasn't from there. I had, like, gloves on, a puffy jacket. <laughs> I couldn't have looked more out of place, dude. It was That's bad. That's fine. Bad oh, look. Shit. That's definitely yeah. real. People in Boston definitely start wearing shorts a little bit earlier. Yeah, dude. They just had shorts, T-shirts, red Red Sox caps on. That was it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. Just raw dog in the cold, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah. dude. They're built different out there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love the cold, but I, I can't. I guess I'm, I'm not that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the coast is against them. Well, every now and then we'll have like a nice little cold front. It'll get like 16, 8 degrees. Well, I think 8 degrees was the coldest that I've, I've have seen it here. Right. But that was like, that, that doesn't happen often. The coldest mm-hmm. it gets for the winters here, like average is like 25, maybe. It's not bad. So, yeah. And that's like everybody, everything in Texas goes like on fucking lockdown when that happens. So. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. the instant that any like a little piece of ice hits the ground, dude, it, yeah. it's like death con one. Yeah. Shut everything shuts down. down. School shuts Everyone down. goes to the stores, buys all the toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. And it's like two days later, it's 80 degrees again. Yeah. It's, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> idiots and you can't return mm. toilet paper like these motherfuckers when, to- when the tornado sirens go off these dumbasses walk outside their door oh yeah like, yeah looking around, <laughs> shit. one fucking snowflake hits the ground bro it's it's done they're like oh my god yeah shut down everything yeah. Yeah. everything shut down <laughs> yeah a tornado you're like hmm let me go see what's going on yeah there ain't no tornado yeah ain't no tornado <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah but that's uh, shit dude are y'all are y'all working on anything yeah, I'm actually in the middle of writing pretty much. I'm trying to write a full length. Okay. I've got I've got like seven songs mm-hmm. uh pretty much ready. Uh it's without vocals, just like instrumental like yeah, yeah. But I want to try and get something for I want to get a pretty long record. I I think that's just the coheed side of me talking though. Someone will probably talk <laughs> some sense into me and make it less long than that. Well, that's different. Uh, most bands here lately they they don't they're either doing EP or they'll just like write 10 songs Singles, and then just yeah. slow drip release them over the next, you know, few months, mm-hmm. six, eight months yeah. or something. So yeah. it's refreshing to hear that you want, cause dude, I'm a sucker for it. Like Coheed, Tool, mm-hmm. like shit like that. Like I want that hour long album. Yeah. It's an experience. It's a ride and I love it. And it's something that doesn't, you know, it doesn't come out really. Anymore. Everything's like 30 minutes mm-hmm. or less. So, yeah, I think th- I think there's a way to marry the two. I think oh, like yeah. given like the like the waterfalling strategy I've seen a lot of bands doing where they like release a bunch of singles, like pretty much yeah. the whole record as a single or every single song on the record as yeah. a single and then they just eventually end up with like, you know, eight or nine songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that that helps a lot of bands, especially with like Spotify's algorithm and like mm-hmm. curated playlists and all that shit. If you release three singles from a record or if you release eight singles from a record your chances of ending up on one of those curated playlists like triples you know 100 percent. so it, it's it's all about strategy and shit and I, I completely understand why their bands are doing it they want those those curated playlists and they want that you know that extra boost even if it's mm-hmm. just for one or two songs it's still nice to have you have yeah. more of a chance of somebody checking out your album that way so 
yeah, it's like almost necessary. And like, it's, it's not the worst thing in the world to me, honestly, because I think the, the general quality of songs bands are putting out like rises from that for the most part. Like, uh, I feel like almost every song on the home team record, for example, could be a single. Like yeah. every song on there is just a fucking banger. And it's like, it's just relentless. Those and dudes are that. insane, man. Like just the musicianship between all of them is, is so fucking good. And the fact that like, so when we interviewed, we made their playlist and, and it still, it blows me away to this day that they're a pop punk band. Yeah. None of them listen to pop punk. Not a single fucking one of them. That's what makes them so good at it. I feel yeah, like they, they don't like fall such... into the the traps, you know? Yeah. They told us that they do have one album, like their very first album. I don't think Brian's on it, but he said they overcompensated and they just sound like the worst pop punk band ever. <laughs> like, But after that, they kind of found their, you know, found their niche and everything. And they just, they write such good fucking songs. Yeah. Their songwriting is like, absolutely next level for me i just love that shit so much yeah and brian's voice to top it off dude his voice he, god damn dude <laughs> yeah like yeah. oh my god yeah it's crazy though man I, I really enjoyed them and their playlist is really good too and i know uh brian doesn't listen to a lot of r&b so that's where that voice comes from i'm sure <laughs> makes a lot of sense to me yeah dude i grew yeah. I, I grew up listening to a lot of r&b as well yeah and it was just the, the vocal style. Like, I, I couldn't get enough of it. Yeah. But do y'all have, like, a target for when y'all want this out? Like, end of the year, next year? I don't have, like, a specific time that I want to get it out. I want to, like, try and have a bunch of the songs, like, at least demoed and, like, fleshed out by the end of this year. Um, yeah. Pretty much, like, as soon as I get to Florida, I want to, like, A, find a job, and then B, like, you know, figure out all the how how best to start like making all these songs exist outside of guitar pro yeah for sure i got you okay. you said when when did you plan on moving out there um i'm planning on moving out like this summer at some point probably okay. like i'm probably leaving late leaving la in like late july okay yeah oh yeah dude is there any like homies bands you want to throw in here yeah i have a lot of homies bands. Yeah, let's shut out the homies yeah. uh properties of nature uh, you didn't start a fire uh, in my heart. Or you didn't set a, is it didn't start or set a fire? Now, now I'm confusing myself. That's okay. Augie has the power of Spotify. Yes. I'm, yeah, I'm sure if you look up uh, Properties of Nature, you didn't, it'll show up. Yeah, it's uh, you didn't start a fire in my heart. You yeah. started it okay. in my house. Yeah, yeah I thought so. <laughs> yeah, that song, I fucking love that song. Um, yeah, for sure. You just toured with Lilac King, so maybe throwing on like a Drive Me Home. Actually, when does this when does this uh, episode air? So this is going to air. So we recorded a month in advance. So we already have May taken care of. Can I make like a request for the Lilac? An oddly specific request. This is it the new single? One? Yeah, Daisy's With, gonna be uh, on Daisy? that one. Yeah, I'll yeah. put that one on there for sure. Hell yeah, that song's awesome. I had a lot of fun playing bass on that one in particular. Yeah. That was like my favorite song to play in the set. Man, I'm so jealous that you got to hear it, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. Any more? Ooh, put it, how about like Cardigans and Split Ends from Andres? I love Andreas. He's the homie. I love that guy. We got to tour with him uh, with Yeti in 2022, and he was a lot of fun to hang out with. And playing with him was also nothing but fun. Yeah, I got to talk to him like three years ago. 
and just such a nice dude, man. Yeah. He's so cool. Really yeah. funny guy. Yeah. He was hilarious, man. Yeah. That interview was awesome. But yeah, I actually interviewed uh, the Yeti. Fuck yeah. Yeah. That, that was like three years ago. That was, those interviews, I didn't know what I was doing at the time. So they, the sound is really bad on them, but still a fun time. <laughs> That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, man. Adam, you got anything else? I don't have anything else, man. Anything else? Uh, I do want to give you one more compliment, man. And that's uh, the guitar solo in Hey Pretty Girl. Oh, that thank shit you so much. goes so fucking hard, dude. I appreciate that. I was that not one... expecting that shit at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought I wanted to like put like a, a classic rock shred guitar solo in the yeah. song. I thought you fucking be nailed it, dude. It's so dude, good. Thank you. I really I was, appreciate that. Yeah, I listened to that. Uh, Y'all dropped it, and I was like, oh, yeah. Resilience got a new EP out. Go and listen to it. Got to that part, dude. And I was like, oh, my God, dude. <laughs> like, yeah, uh, I I really wanted to just kind of go full Kogi and Cambria worship on that song. Yeah. And like, <laughs> I think the thing that honestly drew me to them as a band really hard is like, they were really modern and had this pop punky post hardcore thing, but like they also like clearly listened to a lot of like Led Zeppelin and shit. Yeah, for sure. And that definitely had a really big impact on me. Cause like they just put classic rock guitar solos in their song. So I was like, yeah, seems like a pretty natural thing to do. Yeah, yeah for sure. They did that cover. What was that? No, it wasn't even a cover. It was a sequel. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Are you um, talking about the record or Jesse's like... girl? Jesse's girl. Oh too. yeah, Jesse's girl too. Rick Springfield. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I so forgot about that song. I haven't listened to that like since it came out. Yeah, that's so funny, dude. Yeah, that shit is ridiculous. They're a fucking incredible band. Yeah. From Best what I've heard, from what from what Adams told me, his his uh voice live is unmatched. Them them dude. live period like. I don't know what it was about, and I'm not shitting on them because they're great, but like the recordings, it just seems like you see them live and it just blows the recordings out of the water. And you can't say that about a lot of bands, but mm -hmm. oh my goodness. I feel like that particularly for the new shit, like the, the, the new songs are good on the record, but like, especially like the more synthy ones, the ones that are less yeah. like, you know, coheed when they do them live, it's like, oh, all yeah. right. This yeah. song actually goes fucking hard yeah that seeing them live is what made me like a way bigger fan i was like holy hell like they're mm -hmm. great and so anytime they come to dallas like i don't miss it yeah dude yeah. i take every chance i can as well yeah for sure dude i, I haven't seen them live i would love to but maybe you one must. day uh i actually have one more question Heck yeah. what's up with the gator man the gator yeah um to be honest with you i don't even I don't remember whether, so my buddy, John Rigo, he, uh, from like Boston, I met him. He, he went to mass art college when I was going to Berkeley. Um, he does all the, the art shit for us. Yeah. And I can't remember whether or not I asked for a gator. I assume I did it. Cause like, <laughs> I, I just pretty much love everything he does. I think I just kind of asked him to do something and he just made some gator architecture. And then like Daisy's favorite animal was a gator. So oh, like wow. it kind of just made sense. It yeah, just kind of became a, a thing. That's funny. Yeah. yeah. I do love that guy though. The John Rigo and the Gator. Nice. That's awesome. Dude, the Gator is sick, man. Especially in your little, uh, the little, I don't know if it's like a lyric video or whatever with it moving and shit. I think yeah, it looks Austin cool. do that for you. Yeah. Yeah. Austin's yeah. Fronties. Yeah. That shit looks the good homie. too. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. I love that Gator. 
so I don't know if you have access to your Spotify right now, do you? I do. I'm on my computer. All right, sweet. Give us the last song you listened to. The last song I listened to. Let's find out. Oh, this is going to be biased by my brother. My brother and I share a Spotify. Ah, okay. Me, okay. Let me see. My library. Where am I going to find that? Um, um, there should be. Okay, let me look on because on the computer. I know yeah, where it on, is. Oh, I have recently played. Yes. Um, it looks like something by Frank Zappa. I just clicked. It looks like I just clicked on Frank Zappa and just kind of let it ride. Um, All right. Oh, yeah. How about Zombie Wolf by Frank Zappa? That'll work. Hell yeah. Zombie Wolf. Yeah, dude. Do us a favor and the listeners a favor. Shout out your social media handles so they can go find you if they, for some reason, don't know who you guys are. That is criminal if they don't. <laughs> sure. Absolutely. We are on... I, oh, we are on Instagram and Twitter. I think both of them are the same. Let me check the Twitter. I think they should both be, yeah, Resilia Band. We're on Spotify, all the streaming services, Bandcamp, et cetera. We got merch on there at the moment. If you're interested in any of that, some Gator swag. Yeah, go oh, buy yeah. them. We just put out a record or like a, a little EP. Go check that out. Um, Daisy's got a new song with uh, Lilac Kings coming out soon. Listen to that. Should be on the playlist. Um, and I think that's just about it. Uh, do you want to throw a Yeti song on here, man? Oh, yeah. I would love to. Can we put Cthulhu on? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. I would like to put on the secret censored unreleased track, but they still won't release it. Oh, Ooh. man. It's Yeti soon fans though, might, right? Yeti fans know, but Metal <laughs> Slime needs to come out. That shit is too good. <laughs> And what two Resilia songs do you want to throw here? We're going to open the playlist oh, yeah. with one, and we're going to close it with one. Um, how about uh, Amnesty and uh, Amnesty and uh, maybe Hey There, Pretty Girl? Oh, or Hey, Pretty yeah. Girl? Yeah. Some new shit? Yeah, dude. Yeah, we'll, we'll, uh, what do you want to open it with? The Amnesty or Hey, Pretty Girl? Let's go with Amnesty. Amnesty. I love that one. It's probably it. my favorite Resilia song we've got so far. Yeah. Close it with Hey Pretty Girl. That way they can hear that sweet ass guitar solo right at the end. Hell yeah. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Yeah, man. It's no problem, dude. Um, yeah, I think that's all we got, dude. If you uh y'all got any planning on doing any tours anytime soon or anything like that? Nothing in the immediate future, but uh hopefully something pops up before too long okay okay so just be on the lookout i think that's all i got man i appreciate you coming on giving us some of your time dude yeah dude thanks yeah, for, thank you for having me yeah, yeah man, thank you so sure. much guys yeah and we're uh we're gonna be doing this for a while man so if y'all ever decide to drop some new music and want to come back on dude we we'd love to have you back on so absolutely that'd be fantastic hopefully i can get the whole band next time yeah man for yeah. sure we'd love to talk to all of them so hey we'll do you guys one at a time all right it yeah that way oh, it's easier yeah yeah dude just hit them five up straight episodes. Straight. five yeah. straight resilient episodes or oh yeah dude. <laughs> yeah we'll do, we gotta all find the details a... <laughs> yeah man all right man we appreciate you dude you have a nice night you too thanks right, so much dude. guys yep thank you peace